Yo, what's good? It's me, Swaco, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am reunited here with Swaco. It's been a few years, man, but I'm so excited to be talking to you now because you've evolved so much since that first time that we spoke. And not just like as an artist, but just like as a songwriter, as a vocalist, as a performer, uh, just catching that little snippet walking through uh, as you were as you were doing soundcheck, like you had that growl towards the end. And I was like, I could have sworn like I've never heard that from you before. And it's like so perfect. Like uh, talk to me about your evolution and like uh, getting to this this point where you're at now as far as like your artistry. Uh, I mean, for me, it was kind of just going back home for me because this is the type of shit I grew up listening to. Yeah. So like it's just kind of incorporating uh, everything I've ever listened to kind of all at once. Yeah. Not being like, OK, this is the punk song. This is the <laughs> rap song. You know, like. This is the whatever song. It's like everything's all together at once. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just glad to see that people are catching on. At the same time, it's like it's, your music's so nostalgic, and like that's the that's the cool thing that I really like appreciate about it. That it like it feels like I've been listening to you forever. It feels like like um, you know the music that I used to listen to when I was in high school, um, and you know the fact that you kind of bring that on on this 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 record that you recently released and now the deluxe um talk to me about that creative process and um how did you go about as far as like writing these songs especially like working with colin because you've been working with him for some time yeah no colin's the man no honestly it was just it took a really long time to put that album together it was like a year and a half almost of you know being in the studio pretty much every day just making songs making songs until it was perfect right, right? until we had like I can't even tell you how many songs. It was hundreds of songs that we like narrowed down yeah. to get that final like list. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make some classic, yeah. right? And hopefully, it feels that way. yeah. And I wanted to help people, right? And I wanted to tell tell the story, uh, kind of like going from darkness to light, mm. like death to rebirth almost. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, that's what people can get from it. They can find something in it. During that process, uh, that year and a half that you were talking about, like, how did that, how did the chemistry between you and Colin kind of evolve during that, during that process? Because I feel like, you know, it's obviously going to be different from the first time that you guys connected. Yeah. But now, like, you guys go into the studio, like, what is that chemistry like? Like, do you understand him? He understands you? Or are you guys still trying to get used to each other in the studio? No, like, Colin is like Mike Dean for me. Or like Rick Rubin or something yeah. for me. Like, I'll go and I'll get songs or take ideas from wherever and he's the person that I go and sit down and okay uh let, let's put this all together and let's figure out what's the overarching sound what's the overarching message how do we put everything together and wrap it all in a bow and make it make sense you feel what I'm saying yeah. and it's it's a few and far between can you find someone that can do that yeah and uh, yeah, I'm blessed to be able to work with him so when you came into the creative process or the writing process of this album did you know that you were writing this or you were just trying to get as much music out as possible i was just trying to express myself and this was the only way i knew how and it wasn't until like damn near halfway through making an album i was like oh shit all right i have like an album this is cool uh yeah no honestly it was just me trying to express myself because i was going through a lot of like tough shit at yeah. the time i was like kind of uh, drinking a lot, had a lot of problems with girls, <laughs> and a lot of the friends that I like, kind of came up with, yeah. and so that's what a lot all the songs are about is kind of me dealing with all those things, 
And for you, like being able to open up the way that you did with this record, um, because you get very personal, very vulnerable on this album. Um, like, was that something that was natural for you just because like that was a release for you? Or is that something that you kind of had to get used to, like being okay or being comfortable knowing that, you know, other people were listening? I mean, that's the first, that's the reason why I started uh, making music was because I had things I needed to say and yeah. I didn't know how else to say them. And that was my safe space. And that was like how I could, I could look at the page and go, oh, that's how I feel. It was like a way of dealing with things. That was my very first, when I first started writing songs. So again, it's like, for me, it's almost like therapy. Right. Right. You go and you, you write about whatever the hell is going on. Right. As far as your songwriting goes, like, do you, how do you feel like you've evolved as a songwriter? Is that something that is pretty obvious to you when you start working on new material? Or is that something that you don't even, like, realize that you just go I, out there and flow? I don't know. I don't even think about it. I just kind of go out there and... I have an idea a lot of times of, like, either sonically or, like, lyrically what I want to talk about. I have, like an idea but you don't know ultimately what it's going to be yeah. you just have that initial idea and then you run from there right. right and i think that's the beauty of the art though is the spontaneity you don't know where it's going to go you have like the initial blueprint mm -hmm. but it's never the final product is never going to be the exact same right. but that's what makes it different that's the it or whatever you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah now with the with the deluxe uh version of this record you added five more songs to it um, one of which I like truly fell in love with, and it's just on repeat. Salt. Oh, um, yeah. I I just love how, like, I thought you were already being vulnerable, and then you give us this song, and not only is it like, you know, the lyrics that are that are like, super personal, but it's just it's a it's a piano ballad. It's like you we get to actually hear your vocals more, and I kind of fell in love with your voice more on this song. Um, talk to me about the creative process of this song, and. Um, what really initially kickstarted the song for the for you? <laughs> uh, there was a girl that I was uh, dating, and it ended, and it didn't end <laughs> too well. Let's just say that, and that's where the song came from. No, but I mean, like, did you? <laughs> that was that was a shitty way of asking, but no, I meant like, did you come into it knowing that you were writing the song? Is this something that just kind of like came out of you just because it needed to be out, and you didn't realize that it needed to be out? Yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, I knew, I knew I wanted to make that type of record, mm -hmm. and I knew I had a lot to say yeah. about that to kind of help me, like, again, deal with whatever was going on. So again, same thing. I knew. Well, I kind of want to make something that feels like this, but you don't know what it's going to end up being. Right. So, does that answer your question? That definitely answers yeah. my question. <laughs> now, and I mentioned vocally, like we get to kind of you get to showcase your vocals a little bit more um, on this song, just because it's uh, it's more of the vocals, less of the instrumentation, yeah. since it's the piano. Um, did you find yourself kind of trying different vocal ranges during this process? I feel like there was some falsettos yeah. on this song as well. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. That one. That one took me quite a while to record because I was just trying to like figure out the right like way to come at it. Yeah. That's what it's crazy. Uh, a lot of the times, a lot of artists won't say it depends on the artist, obviously how you record. But a lot of people, it'll take like a long time to get that right, that perfect take. Yeah. Like I probably recorded, I was probably, I remember spending a whole day recording that one song like in the studio. So then maybe it was like 12 hours or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, again, like, you go, oh, no, that doesn't sound right. Could come back in, sit down for a sec. Okay, how about we try like this? Or like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Were, you, were you trying to do the vocals while uh, kind of having that 
piano ballad in mind or did the vocals yeah, come in yeah, before yeah. it was already we already completely wrote it right the writing process is pretty quick for me it's usually the re actual like recording that takes more yeah. time because i'm more careful with it right as far as that ba that piano ballad and even like the piano that you kind of sprinkle throughout this entire record who's playing the piano is that also you playing as well no, i wish <laughs> man i'm not that good at, i'm terrible at piano no it's my my good friend dwilly yeah. he's a my other like main producer yeah so what was the idea behind having like uh, more of a piano like kind of undertone throughout this record? It just felt different. It felt cool. I don't know. Piano feels more emotional than anything yeah. else. Like guitar, I don't know. Something just it feels more anthemic or like again classic mm -hmm. if it's a piano. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's just something about it. I think I, I I've been listening to a lot of Queen for the past like especially when I was making it. And a lot of, you know, a lot of Freddie Mercury songs, it's just him and the piano, right? Yeah. So that probably had something to do with it. And then Mike him too. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of it is, like, piano-driven. Would you say that that also kind of led you to want to try different vocal ranges or different kinds of ways of singing for, for this album or this song in particular? Uh, probably, probably subconsciously yeah. somewhere. Again, like I said, I was just trying to express myself. I don't know. I don't, I don't think about genre really when i'm making stuff it's just like just what what is the emotion that i'm trying to say or portray How, genre is just a way of dressing up a song yeah right if it's a good song it's a good song it doesn't matter what how you dress it up right. you feel true. what i'm saying that's true now another track that i really enjoyed was sober um and you have arizona on this feature featured yeah. on this um Talk to me about that collaboration, because uh, I haven't really heard too many collaborations with Arizona. I feel like he's been doing his own stuff, and he brings people on board. But as far as like someone else adding him on board to their records, I don't think I've heard that too much. Um, how did this come about, and why did you feel like he was the like perfect fit for this track? Well, we've been we've been homies for uh, a while, and we had been talking about doing a song together. Mm -hmm. And I just had him pull up to the studio one day. Uh, it was with Feldman, John Feldman, yeah. and then literally we just, he just pulled up the studio and we made it together. And we did, I didn't have any expectations. Yeah. Like I was just like, let's just see what happens, and it happened to be pretty good. Yeah. So we put it out. It's it's sim as simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's crazy because I mean you, you're saying that it took about a year and a half to get this album to happen, but it doesn't seem like any of it was like difficult. It seemed like well, it just naturally flowed for you. Yeah. So I mean, what it is, you just make hella songs. Yeah. You just make hella songs, and you don't know which ones are going to be good. It, you have to, like, sit on it for a while. Because every time you make a song, if it's halfway decent, at least I know as an artist, when I make a song, I'm like, this is the best song I've ever made, ever. You have to wait a little bit to let it marinate to go, okay, is this really the best song I ever made? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're just so hyped. It was definitely the trial and error that, like, you had to go through with every single well, song I mean, that yeah, you created. Everyone, every artist is going to be like that. Yeah. What are the dynamics between having uh, Colin in the studio and also having John Fellman? Um, because they're two completely different. They're in the same incredible genre, but they're like two completely different um, beasts of producers. So um, how, how different and how alike are they when you're working with them? Uh, well, I finish everything with Colin. So we sit down and, you know, it'll take two or three days on one song the song's already done most of the shit's already recorded and we're doing the final little production tweaks oh maybe this guitar tone should be like tweaked like this yeah. maybe you should add a little synth line that add, that goes like this and all like the fine tuning and mixing and stuff i'm like really involved in that 
so that's really where we go in and we shine. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, Feldman is really good at throwing stuff at the wall. Yeah. And again, same thing. It's like you go in, boom, 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 done. Right? So, yeah, it's just two different approaches. The five tracks that you added to the deluxe, like why did you feel like they were perfect to fit into this, uh, this body of work and not just kind of start a new body of work? Uh, I just wanted to add on to the narrative. I just wanted to add more sounds that I thought maybe people want to hear these sounds. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyone? I, I, I wasn't ready for a new whole nether album, but I wanted people to hear this. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as these tracks that you have on there, um, do you feel like there was a particular song that just happened so easily and quickly for you? And then there was also one that kind of, challenge you to finalize it or even like get it out uh we had so many versions of bad vibes there's probably like 15 20 versions and we just it was like hella hard to decide and it wouldn't even be like super big changes it would be like i remember that one it was like really hard to like f finalize and figure out which is the right version but the, the, i think the the version that's out is sick yeah what about like a song that just naturally like happened for you just on the whole album? On the whole album, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were just talking about the deluxe. Um, I mean, today, today, the majority of it I made in, like, maybe, like, two hours. Like, the whole beat and everything. I, it was... I actually made it... I wrote that song the night before I went sober. Nice. Yeah, so I, I wrote that, and uh, next day, I quit cold turkey. Damn. How's that been? been a little over a year now it's like a year and three months year four months it's been crazy a lot of shit has happened a lot of shit has happened yeah about like half the album i made uh while i was you know like still drinking and then uh, the other half i made like when i was sober already yeah that's amazing congratulations and especially like because you're on tour like i feel like that's when it's harder to to stay sober from what i hear from other artists like um how has this tour been like it's been pretty much sold out the entire the entire way which is incredible so insane. what has that been like for you dude insane to see all this like in real life like it's really come to fruition yeah. right because you know majority of my career so far has been in the yeah. and you know you can't see people in real life it's all just numbers on a screen yeah. right and this is like the confirmation wait nope this is not numbers on a screen you know and it's sick to be able to go and you know, meet everyone, meet all these people that the music has been helping and to hear their stories yeah. and, you know, just have a good time with them, man. That's what I always wanted to do is just help people with music. And that's what this is doing. It's confirming that yeah. and it's helping people. And I love to see it. Has that impacted your songs uh, now that you actually get to perform them live and then you actually hear them being, like, sung back to you? Has it changed how I write? Not how you write, but just, like, the impact that those songs initially had when you first wrote them. Like, do you feel like that changed now that you actually feel it coming from yeah. your fans as well? I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I, it's hard to kind of think about, oh, these random words that I put together can, like, have that much of an impact on the world and help people this much. It, it's kind of a trip to think about when you really, like, sit down. <laughs> it's like, how is that even possible? But, but it is. I don't know. 
I'm rambling. <laughs> it's all good. Well, congratulations with this release and obviously with the tour that's going on right now. Um, what else can we look forward to as far as like the rest of this year? Do you feel like you're slowing down to kind of chill out a little bit more in the studio or do you feel like you just want to keep going on, uh, out to the road? Uh, well, so I'm on tour until November. Last show is in Vancouver, October 29th. And then I'll probably take maybe a week off, maybe. But then uh, I'm going back to the studio and make the next album. Well, congratulations with this. Thanks again for reuniting with me. You guys be sure to check out Swaco. Uh, he's currently on tour. Catch him now if you are able to. And thanks for watching our Front Row Live. See ya. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.